The Yellow Army podcast is with you again, and we're all three here for the first time in a little while. Richard, you're, uh, you're spared from your video making and, and what have you. Sports Awards duties are Back over with us. for another year. My uh, good, what a happy bunny he looks as well. <laughs> he does. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I love the Sports Awards to yeah, death, yeah. but I tell you what, it's yes. a lot of hard work. Hard work. Yeah. It, does yeah. short, it does shorten your life, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. well, it's good to have you back yeah. on board, and there's much to talk about this week as we look ahead to a weekend when Torquay entertain Macclesfield at Plainmore, and then a week later, big game away at Barrow. So we've got, um, we've got a lot to talk about. And uh, the stories which are appearing on our website today... Uh, a signing has been made, David. Yes, yes. Um, uh, United have signed a, a young uh, uh, Irish centre forward called uh, Rory Keating. It's spelt differently from Rory. It's R U A R I, but um, uh, you pronounce Rory. it Rory. Um, uh, he's a, a young. It's not Ronan Keating. Yeah, no, well, no. Signed in by mistake. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's been a roller coaster oh, of a season. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, really David, carry on. Um, uh, he's actually been training with United for the last fortnight, a bit it. sort of undercover. Okay. Um, but um, I think Kevin Nicholson and Robbie Herrera are fed up, fed up with him, and most of the other players charging around getting stuck into the United's resident pros. And they said, "Right, we better get this bloke on <laughs> get board." Him signed on. Um, well, that's, a, that's a good sign. Well, like, I like it. the sound yeah. of that. Yeah, 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 it is. And um, he, he's he's got a bit of you know previous a bit of, a bit of a record. He's he he was uh, he's been recommended to United by Mickey Adams, the very yeah. experienced man. Ex well. He's managed loads of clubs, hasn't he? But I think Port Vale was Port his last Vail one here. Or briefly Tranmere, I think yeah. he was in charge of Paramount. But he, but he yeah. went over to... Oh, mm. and the rest. Yeah. He went over to Ireland and managed Sligo Rovers for a little while, 18 months ago. And he had this lad with him there. And he's recommended him to Kevin Nicholson. Um, he's... Uh, He's since played for Galway, Finn Harps, and he's very keen to get into the English League. I think, by the sound of it, he's uh, um, uh, not the finished article. But, you know, uh, uh, we're 21, talking... 21 years right. old, we're get, talking conference football in. here. Big, he's paid, big lad as well, isn't he? He's paid his own way, yeah, six yeah. foot one, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, doesn't hold back, put it I'm like that. I'm quite looking forward to Saturday and, already. And, yeah. and um, <laughs> you know, let's face it, we're playing conference football here. United have been playing with two wingers. That's a subject we'll get on to in a second. And if you're going to play with two wingers, you get crosses in. It does help to have a proper yeah, centre forward in the middle, as we saw when Kiefer Moore and uh, um, Nathan Blissett were. I, I said so, before uh, the podcast, but if he, if he plays on Saturday and is anything like Kiefer Moore, I think there'll be a very lot of happy yeah. fans around. Yeah, I know we're not expecting too much. Sorry, no, but, but um, we'll, we'll we'll see how that works. But anyway, they signed him, and United are also trying to sign. By the time people listen to this, they may well have completed another signing at centre back. Yeah, uh, Kevin Nicholson. Ever since. Poor lad Aaron Racine, that that very promising debut came to an end after only 54 minutes against Gateshead. Uh, um, Kevin Nicholson has been, even though he's had actually Gigi Giancarlo Gallifuoco, who, who came in and, and, and fully fit. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I thought Gigi had a bit of a difficult first 15 minutes at Bromley last Saturday while he got up to speed yeah. um, but in fairness to him like one or two other players who had difficult starts that afternoon uh, Lathania Roturner was another one uh, mm. in the build up to the, to the penalty goal which eventually won the match they did go on and play really well after that um, yeah, they were uh, uh, Roturner had an excellent game at yeah. left back um, uh, and, and which made that early slip when he could have cleared the ball and, and, and didn't all the more sort of painful but 
Gallifroga came in and, and got a good 90 minutes under yeah. his belt, but I know Kevin Nicholson's been very keen to sign another central defender. He's got, obviously, Paul Rooney went back to Millwall. He's got Ben Gehring out at uh, Western Supermare. Yeah. So that roster was a little bit thin, and I think he's got another centre-half coming, okay. which people may well, uh, which may well have happened by the time... How did Jared Hodgkiss play on? on yeah, good. Yeah, Saturday. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, he's, he's... I mean, we, I think we all enjoyed his debut, and, yeah. he, and, and yeah. we won that game. Yeah, so. yeah. He's, he's one of these lads that, that when, when you watch him play, because he's not very big, um, uh, and he's, what is he, 30... 30-something, I yeah. forgot what it was now. Um, played a few uh, games. He has played a few games. Uh, uh, and again, in the first half at Bromley, um, uh, under, as, under a bit of pressure, as everybody was, Bromley started much better than United, and we, we were slow out of the traps up there and paid the price for it. But the longer the game went on, the better he got. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I think we'd all rather have it that way around than, than the Quite. other. And, of course, he's... Stepping up from the conference north into the conference, mm. you know, I'm not belittling Kidderminster Harriers or that level at all because I'm sure there's some decent teams in the conference north. You but, see, you um, forget they're in the conference. How are they north, doing in conference oh, north? Oh, okay. Good. It'd be nice promotion. to have them back. It yeah, was a good place to go and watch football. Yeah, the, by the way, it was an amazing result last weekend. AFC filed are the bee's knees in the conference north. They got a new stadium, quite a bit of money, and Salford City. Did them five nil last week. Well, they're, valid, they're, they're, they're owned by. Well, as we know, the, the, the class of ninety two yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, yeah, so it's it's a stronger league. You have got Darlington back punching their weight wow. in that yes. division. Yeah. Um, FC United are in there. FC United yeah. of Manchester are there about halfway, I think. But it's a it's you know quite a few it's ambitious. A good league, that, isn't it? Well, it is, and of course, <laughs> this is the this is the trouble with the whole conference setup, and for clubs like Torquay. If it's not hard enough handling the Tranmere Roverses and the people like that who regularly mm. drop down from the football league, you, you also have to deal with this, these ambitious and Salford and yeah, coming up waiting fast. to come up. And teams um, that have come up like Barrow, for example. There you then, go. You know. Throwing a bit of money at it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's tough, tough stuff. And, um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, no, Jared Hoskins had a, had a, had a decent game at, uh, at Bromley, along with actually quite a lot of other people. You and, said that when I when I saw you on Monday Monday morning, I kind of said, "So what was it actually like?" And you went, "Yeah, no, they they, they played well." And they put it in. Yeah. I think one of the big pluses of the Gates Gateshead win, which obviously home fans, you know, most home fans might have seen, was that there was at least some sort of signs of fight yeah. there against yeah. Gateshead. All right, they ended up winning three one, and which I think flattered United a little bit, and 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 was, you know, Gateshead felt that they were a bit hard done by that afternoon, and probably were. But at least there was you could, something you could get now, get your teeth into mm. with United after the previous three defeats, which have been very worrying. And then last week at Bromley, all right, there was a poor start. United, it was a bog of a pitch, as probably everybody yeah, probably you saw. could see that from the photos. Oh goodness, yeah. it, it looked awful yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it, play, it ended up playing a bit better than it okay. looked. But um, uh, but after that first fifteen twenty minutes, uh, I mean. It's being a bit strong to say there was only one team in it, but it was getting on for it. Yeah. But United just simply couldn't put the ball in the back of that. They hit the woodwork twice. Um, and a couple uh, of good penalty shots. Yes, exactly. Well. Uh, Perhaps not as many as Leicester last night. But yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. And and you know Brett Williams finally lost his rag, which I must say I didn't really uh, um, uh, blame him for, and uh, he went in the book. Um, I think he's been in for about three or four times for descent yeah. this season because he was on his own up front and he yeah. got he got precious little joy out of out of the referee there and at least two decent penalty shouts I thought and one to them as well 
Um, but United definitely deserved at least a yeah. draw um, up there, and even Neil Smith, the probably manager, hinted, <coughs> hinted at that. But you have to, you know, should have, could have. Yeah, you know, as, as you um, said in the piece this week, the, the home is where the points are now. Yeah, isn't at it? the moment it looks the like that. And, and every won. time you lose an away game, and United have lost 11 out of 16 away from home now, it just cranks up the pressure at home all the yeah. time. Where United, on the whole, have been, yeah. you know, not too bad. Set aside one or two horror shows, but yeah. um, so there you go. No, it was it was encouraging. I, I think as well, it, at least United put together two sort of like reasonably gutsy performances. And, and in the position they're in, yeah. and at this time of year and in the conference, you have got to be turning up at three o'clock every Saturday and getting stuck in. It's not going to be a chess match and a nice afternoon and a shake hands and everybody off home for tea. It's not like that. And at least United show, showed again last Saturday that they're prepared to, yeah. to have a go, and uh, even, to if see. It, even if it didn't go their way. Good to see. Now, we were talking then about a player coming in with Rory Keating, but unfortunately and I think we're all sad to see this we've got a player going out haven't we, we have with, uh, yes David, David Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick is, is going back to Wimbledon after well, a little bit more than three months on loan and, um, it's 93 days isn't yes. it so they're and very strict I, 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 you know, I think he's been a massive plus and mm. I think United are going to miss him he's, um, he's, he's got better and better um, didn't he start in that game at Geisley he started in a horror all, show yeah, at Geisley yeah. where he came on as a sub at half time uh, and, it, and by his own admission, it took him a few games to really sort of get in. Mm. He was he was forcing it a bit early on. I remember at Tranmere they lost two one, and he was every single time he got the ball, he was trying to sort of yeah. conjure up something special, and it didn't quite work for him. And and then he's 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 just worked away at it and worked away at it, and, and it, he's he's now he's definitely a better player now than when he was when he arrived. He scored a few goals. That yeah. free kick. I mean, I. It, Constantly go back in my mind to that purple patch of the Forest Green game. Yeah, that free yeah. kick up at Forest Green was yeah. was superb. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant take. And and he's he's uh, he's got stronger physically, and uh, and and he decided to sort of stay here rather than going back. I think he could have gone back at one stage. And Neil Ardley, the um, the Wimbledon manager, said hinted, "Well, you might be better off playing in the first team down there." And, uh, and I think yeah. it was good advice, and and quite a few league clubs have he's gone into quite a few notebooks, mm. which was which was the object of the exercise in the first place from his point of view. But uh, no, surprised I surprised he's not getting into the team up there. Then? You'd need to know what what they've yeah. got, yeah. and and obviously we're not seeing them every week. They are in League One now. Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and uh, so down, yeah, it? so you know, you, you and he's twenty-one years old, but I think he's 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 got a, definitely he's a got a player. definitely got a future. He's so, got a good attitude. He works hard. So we know um, that we can't prolong the loan. That's, no. that's absolutely that's a shut. That's a shut. What does now. Kevin have to do if he wants to sign him? He has to look to the end of the season yes. to bring him in. Yeah. So he absolutely, is, yeah. he's got to let let him go. He's got to what's, what's let him saying? go. Don't start singing. No, Dave. no, no. Yes. He's got to let him go and 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 see what happens. Uh, um, uh, you know, somebody else may take him in between now yeah. and then. And, and yeah. he wants to end up in the football league, and he, you can't blame him, can you? No, and, that's. Uh, right. I mean, if, if, des- if Torquay desperately wanted him, could 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 he be released by Wimbledon? I'm yeah, not suggesting yeah. that's ever going to happen. No. And then we could sign him. Oh yeah, you could sign him if he's a free agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the the centre back that that I think is on it. On his way, is a free agent. Yeah, uh, um, that's the territory you're dealing with. Mm. Um, you, you, in other words, United cannot now sign him from from a contract no. at Wimbledon. Mm. Uh, because but should Wim- Wimbledon 
releasing for any reason. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're suggesting for a minute that's going to happen. No, I know. But uh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, very good luck to him. I think he's a he's a he's a real good lad, good and, and 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 he's benefited from being here. And United have yeah. had him yeah. benefited in, in the same way. It's and I think I think as well, United have also one of the few teams in the conference, certainly that I've seen, that play with two out and out wingers. Yeah. And 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 especially during that spell when we had Kiefer Moore. Yeah. I think that that that, that front three Dan of Sparks on the other side, yeah. Fitzpatrick, yeah. Dan Sparks, and Kiefer Moore, they were they were an absolute handful for any defence yeah. at, at this level, and and more than a handful. And the big thing with a player like Fitzpatrick and with Dan Sparks on the other side <clears> is that he gives you an out ball constantly, doesn't yeah. he, from yeah. defence? If you're looking for to yes. get rid of the ball yeah. and do something constructive with yes. it, instead of just put it into Marnham Road, Quite. you look to players like Sparks on the left. And yes. So it's a big job for somebody to take on, isn't yes. it? Yes, I was chatting to Luke Young about that one day a few weeks ago and um, when he was just coming back into the team. And and I said, well, you're coming back into a team also at a time when we've got two genuine wingers. And he said, I know, I know. You know, it's almost like he could say, well, I'll always be able to find one of them, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, but th- th- just before we move on from from the winger thing, well done to Dan Sparks the last couple of games. The Gateshead match, just when he put Fitzpatrick away for the first goal, he took a hell of a crack on his ankle. Didn't he? Yeah. Uh, carried on and finished didn't think that he match. Was get up from that, no, we didn't. And then last Saturday at Bromley. We're into the game about five minutes. He gets the ball on the left-hand side, pushes it past somebody, whack again. And he, he went down. I went, oh, no. My God, that's hurt. That, that, yeah. that looks as if it's hurt. And he, he got over that. Uh, and I think he's, he's learning, just yeah. coming part-time at Braintree, full-time at United. Um, he's learning to, yeah. to handle these knocks but and, and, and know when something is seriously bad, when something is seriously hurting, or whether it's just damn, damn yeah. well hurting. If you know what I mean. But he, and he's also now because of the way that he's played since he's come into the talkie side, he's into the let him know you're there list yes. now, isn't he? For defences, you know they'll know. Look out for sparks on their left. Yes. Get a tackle in yeah. early or something like that. Because so he can deliver a great cross. There's can. no doubt about it. And and. Uh, Kevin Nicholson was talking briefly about it at a press conference this week. He, he said, "If you think about the progress he's made this season, um, uh, uh, and and imagine what he might be in next year or the year after, yeah. when he's got a, a full a time year under his belt, he's fitter, stronger, yeah. men- old, mentally a bit tougher. Twenty five, is yeah. it something like that? Maybe twenty four, twenty five. Mentally, kind of more attuned yeah. to it all. You know, you 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 be. You know, he can cross the ball. He can shoot. He can score goals. You he's know, a terrific player. He's, 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 he's a, a big asset. He's got all the tools you need. Yeah. He's not super quick, but uh, he, he delivered a cross on Saturday at, at Bromley where, where he didn't get past the defender. Um, and as a defender, you must be thinking, how on earth is yeah. how on earth has he managed to get that cross in? Because I've got him covered. I'm sure I have, and he still manages to curl his left foot yeah. round and get it in. Kevin Nicholson was talking about uh, a, a lad he came across, which one or two older supporters may remember, a lad called Steve Guppy at Leicester. Yeah. Um, a, a real old-fashioned winger. I think Kevin must have either been with him as a kid at Derby or somewhere like that. And he said the number of times that Steve Guppy used to go up to you, and you think, no, no, so I've got him. I go, oh. <laughs> How's he managed to cross that? You know, and, and you know, Sparks has got that yeah. sort of that sort of ability. It's funny. Him. We were talking to. We'd been in a, a meeting this morning about things far too arcane to talk about on the podcast. 
but we were talking about how long we've been doing this podcast. And if you hark back to the Braintree game two, five seasons ago, and we've been saying ever since then, wouldn't it be great to get Dan Sparks into the Torquay side? And uh, now we've got him. That night, didn't we? we yeah. were quite right, weren't we? Mm. Good player. Moving on, you were going to tell us a little bit about Sean Harrod. Yes, I, I think uh, Sean Harrod has been, uh, I'm sure United fans have known, has been out of action the last couple of weeks. And, and uh, you know, there's various phrases that people like us use in these circumstances, compassionate leave and all that kind of stuff. Uh, um, but I think sometimes it helps for people to know, you know, what, yeah. what somebody's grappling with. The fact is, and I don't think Sean would have any great objection, his mum died uh, um, the other last week. Uh, and although I got the impression that she'd been ill, it certainly happened a bit more suddenly than anyone expected. And at the same time, his missus was just about to give birth to their second child, and Jackson has duly arrived. Congratulations. That, absolutely, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it's been a desperately difficult time for him, and, yeah. and uh, you can, and all of us can sort of imagine the, the emotions of, yeah, of yeah. dealing yeah. with that situation. So that's why he's, he's been out of action for the last week or ten days. Uh, still not 100% sure whether he'll be back uh, involved on Saturday. Um, but uh, he's been grappling with quite a lot on his quite. plate. And the very yep. best wishes from us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Um, and Aaron Racine, we talked about last week. Uh, the, the, in case you've been off the planet for a couple of weeks, Aaron <coughs> Racine came into the Torquay side for the Gateshead game, played 54 outstanding minutes, and then managed to do both sides of his knee. Didn't need right. both the... Uh, both the ligaments. He, he couldn't have. He couldn't have done much more to his right knee no. than. The, no. um, and and uh, ha, the amazing thing was he got up and walked off. He did, and um, that gave but, us gave um, us a bit of false hope for him. Yes, a minute, it did. Didn't it? It did. Yeah. I was going to ask you, Dave. Can you remember? This, it's putting you on the spot. I realise that, but can you remember anyone making such a big impact in such a small space of time, and then well, they're actually, gone again? While you were away, we did touch on this. Oh, and, did you? And, okay. Yeah, uh, last week because we mentioned Ronald Hooth in pre-season in the West oh, Brom game. Of course, game, yeah. Uh, he, he was. Uh, we're, we're <laughs> there he was, gone. Kind the of enigmatic Ronald Tooth. I- 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 oh, what was his name? Ivor Ignemarsson? I- oh, Ivar Ignemarsson. Yeah, we did actually have, he was an Icelandic, uh, young one Icelandic game, player, wasn't it? Wasn't it? No, he had more than that. Yeah, yeah, you see, no, I, we, I thought it was only one, but Dave went and looked it up. No, and it, it was, it yeah. Was, Half a dozen, something like yeah. that. Um, and he came to us as a midfield player from, I think it was, it was whilst Stoke City were being run by Icelandic businessmen. Yes. And, and uh, he came down to United, I think on loan originally, where Saunders signed him. He scored a goal from midfield at Barnet, I remember one day, and he looked a real class act. And without sounding too bloody pleased with myself, I can remember <laughs> saying to Wes afterwards, it'll be even better when you get him in the back four. And Wes looked at me like I'd completely lost the plot, which I probably had done. Uh, and he went on, of course, to a very good career, didn't he? he played Brentford, years. Yeah. Brentford, yeah. Um, somewhere else as well. Did and, he go to QPR? Um, or am I just thinking? Yeah. yeah, anyway, so, so yeah, but, 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 but he was one of those players, you instantly looked yeah. at him and thought, he'll do, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was back in the sort of mm, 2000, something yeah. like that. But it just yeah. goes to show I wasn't listening last week, doesn't it? You, <laughs> well, you, you had more than enough on your plate. So uh, on Aaron Russell, yes, there's so, a lot yeah. of talk about about his his wages. Well, so if he's listening, this is not going to sound very nice, is it? But no. people have been talking about this. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think with the money situation at play, more people are genuinely and rightly concerned. Yeah. But uh, you know, he came to United on perfectly, you know, normal terms. It wasn't as if he walked into the place on crutches or anything like that. Uh, and United signed him on loan to the end of the season. And um, 
uh, uh, Forest Green, you know, did the deal in all good faith. Yeah. Um, uh, presumably, he was surplus to their immediate requirements. But I understand that the the two clubs are still talking about that situation, and there's been, uh, as far as I know, there's been no resolution yeah. yet. But um, I, I think, from United's point of view, if you put yourself in talky shoes, the last thing they can do is get on the phone to Forest Green and bang their ta- hand on the yeah. table and say, "Oi, now come on, you know, whatever." Because Forest Green are liable to turn around and say, "Excuse me," <laughs> you know. So I think the whole thing is being discussed on a much yeah. more uh, softly, softly, amicable uh, basis, and we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing him play again, though. If um, if, yeah, if there is a time when he comes back and plays in the a year's Torquay, time, yeah. I would really like yeah. to see that. And of course, uh, it, was, it was really strong, wasn't he? And, yeah. and, Mentally as well as physically, it seemed. At yeah. yeah, well, it was just that little combination on the right-hand side of the defence, him and Jared Hotchkiss, who, who went on and had a decent game at Bromley yeah. last Saturday as well. They just gave that little kind of like senior look to the right-hand side of defence. Well, because is, of where um, they were stationed for the first half after kickoff, we could hear a lot of the shouting. Yes, we? it was yeah. on our From side, wasn't match. it? Yeah, um, and immediately, so. you th- and a lot of. Pointing and, and the marshalling of the other central defenders. Yes. Yeah. Immediately, you thought, oh. Yes. I think as well that the, j- in just in the general overall stuff on that on that attack, um, you know, the new owners are. are by the way, um, it, the the National League board doesn't meet. I've now I was on the phone to them this week, and said, look, when is this board meeting? When they when you are due to? Re- oh, it's at the end <clears> of the month. Uh, they st- they've still not had it. Well, no, exactly, and, yeah. I, and I, I was quite keen to find out when this meeting was, but um, I think, I think uh, they, they, they seem reluctant to say exactly when the national board meet. National, it's, you, you, we're not talking about all of the clubs; yeah. we're talking about the board of the national league. I think Torquay fans are worried about the fact that it hasn't officially been ratified yet. No, and. The National League aren't necessarily worried about it because they kind of know it's going to be? Well, the statement from uh, Clark Osborne, this is way back when United announced the appointments of Jeff Harrop and Tim Herbert uh, and Mel Heyman. Uh, there was part of that statement did say that the National League had assured United that all the financial and administrative requirements of the takeover had been answered. And the implication was that it was going to yeah. be a rubber stamp job. They, the, the, the board were due to meet at when all the clubs met for a mid-season meeting at Telford the other week, about a fortnight ago, I think it was, maybe a bit longer than that. Um, and uh, uh, that meeting went on too late, and I think they got to the point where they said, well, well, hold on a minute, yeah, hold on a minute, we'll, we'll postpone this. Yeah. But they did at the time contact Talking and say, look, uh, uh, this isn't because there's any problems, um, you know, all the paperwork and stuff has been done, you've answered all the questions, we're happy, it will be done at the next meeting. So that's where we still are on, on, on that. Okay. That's the reason why it hasn't technically been ratified, according to United. Okay, so now before we move on to talk about the Macclesfield game on Saturday, I don't want people to run away with the idea that we're not up with the latest trends, okay? We've been on social media. We're all over it, aren't we? we? There are a couple of things to talk about on social media this week. First of all, somebody has brilliantly put the music from Titanic as a background for Tim Sills' goal at Wembley. Oh, great. It's brilliant. But what it has, I have watched that that Tim Sills goal probably a dozen times this week. I don't think I will ever tire of it. No. And if you watch the clip, Sills is not even in the frame until the cross arrives. Was he he in the bar or something? Well, where I was standing, because I was working in London at the time, so I wasn't in the press box for that game, I was actually standing... um, there was an away end full of Torquay fans, wasn't there? And then yeah. if you 
facing the goal that Tim Sills scored into, I was just to the right, just around the corner, and had a perfect view of him steaming into the box as as, yeah. as, as Carlisle put that cross in. Oh. And I'll always remember just, just seeing him steam, steaming in, watching the ball float over, and just that perfect meeting. Yeah. Well, I could, my memory of it is, is, is watching Wayne Carlisle over on the far side, and some people shouting, I could hear people shouting, get it in, get it in, get it in. And I was looking at him and saying, no, he's waiting, he's, he's yeah. waiting. And then as the cross left his boot, I was sitting next to Guy in the press box. The we side, we yeah. both stood up because we could see <laughs> Sills on, the, on, yeah. on, on, on yeah. the move. And if you look at the, the, the actual film of the game, it's taken from the opposite side, from Carlisle's side. Yeah. And you can see Elliot Benyon running around at the near post screaming, yes, 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 yes. And if any, and it was like Wayne Carlisle had his eyes, had his, had his hand above his eyes, thinking, no, Elliot, I'm not going to you. <laughs> it's not coming There's somebody way. coming in above, behind you. And, he, and he, he ignored Benyon running around at the near post and stuck it into that lovely, Perfect, nice, oh, lovely just, nice pocket. For, brilliant. And for the celebration and, was great. It's one, if you're on Facebook, if you have a Facebook account, seek it out. It's brilliant. And what, yeah. I, I think Talking United fans should watch that at least once a week. And it's also worth bearing in mind that at half time, Tim Sills could not walk. No. He'd yeah. taken a hell of a crack on his ankle. Uh, he was um, all iced up at half time. And the rest. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think uh, um, Damien Davy, United Physio, administered something to make sure he got out. And uh, he walked into the press, he didn't walk into the press conference after the playoff final where the, obviously United had won 2 0. He walked in on crutches with his boot with his ankle in a cast. And, you know, yeah. sorry, I'm going to get, going to oh, get, going to get, it was, and we'd already, going we'd out. already taken the lead with a fantastic goal from Chris yeah, Harbour in the first well. half. But, uh, but, uh, but Tim Sills was out there. Yeah. Because he wanted to be out, he yeah. wanted to be out there, and it, and and it was it was terrific that he was able to finish the job. I was working um, in London at the time at the Guardian, and one of the football reporters at the Guardian was Adam Sills, his cousin. Really? And I went in the next yeah. day, and he had a great big smile on his face because it was being shown on the, on, yeah. you know, the on feed, the, on the yeah. TVs, yeah. sort of three or four times Fantastic. every every couple of hours. And, yes. uh, yeah. Just yeah, but he was find it, he, find his, it and watch it. His ankle was yeah. just beginning to run out of painkiller at the time, and uh, um, but uh, there you go. It's, oh, good um, days. They, they, <laughs> and there's also a big debate going on on Twitter, at oh. the and we this one we may have to roll over into I next week. I think we're going to run well. and run with this one, aren't we? So we'd welcome your input on that. If you see us at the game on Saturday, come and have a chat. Who was the best Talking United captain My over the years? Talking United captains one? over the years. Well. Yeah, okay. I think what we're going to plan did, is... Did Hawkers ever we're, we're, wear the captain's armband? He should have done. <laughs> should have done. Of course he should have done. Um, uh, uh, I, I think, obviously, we're going to sort of pick this up and run with it a, a little bit next, might, next week. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. do it online and, 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 and in I'll the paper. i tell you what, we'll, when, you, uh, when you're listening it's, to it's, this... By the way, it started, on in fairness to United, on their Twitter feed. One did or two it? fans yeah. started uh, chipping in with various suggestions. Um, and we'll put a little uh, poll in online that you can let us know who you think is the best yeah. United captain, and we'll return to this next week. How well, one or two interesting ones have cropped up of, of people who, who who were named as captains, who, who they may have captained for a short period, but they weren't actually captain who, as you would think they are. And Alex Russell, of course, his name has popped up. Now, Alex, I think, did captain United on a few occasions, but he wasn't the captain of the promotion no. team. Uh, and yet, the way he played and the way he kind of like helped to run that team gave everybody the Woody impression was the that Steve Woods was, was the captain. Craig yeah. Taylor also did the job from yeah. time to time. But but you know we are looking back at some 
John Benson was a great, great captain. Oh, I, I, he was the first, the captain yeah. when I first started. One that a lot of people may have forgotten uh, just after that time, Mal Lucas, who came yeah. to United. He was at Norwich and late Norient. Was a wonderful captain. Um, and of course, down the years, you keep associating captains with the winning teams. And oh, he captained the promotion side. Some of the United's best captains have been people who have led the team in real tough yes. times yeah. Yeah. when. You know, <clears throat> Precious Little was going right uh, and should have been captains mm. at, at better times. Better times uh, yeah. John Impey was a wonderful captain yeah. um, during a, quite a tough time. I know they had a great season under Cyril Knowles with him. Uh, Clint Bolton was, 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 a, was See, a... See, now I'm thinking of the white kit with the, the, oh, blue the and stripe. yellow vertical stripe. Yeah, the, and that programme yeah. cover as well. That's, That's right. it. I want to see us playing in that kit again one yeah. day. Really and Clint good. was captain for many years during not a great time for the club, but sort of 70s what when a great was, leader he yeah. was. Yeah. Mid-table. Um, yeah. Luxury. Well, <laughs> yes, exactly. And then, you, you know, you look down the years since then, Bruce Riot was captain, of course. Um, Wes Saunders was a... Was a yeah, hell of a captain out on the pitch. Neville South Chris Har- captain for a while. Did Chris Hargreaves as well. And, yeah. and you can yeah. obviously yeah. there's, Neville, there's yeah. been precious few better than, than Chris Hargreaves. Uh, um, it, it, we'll chat about this. He, he is he is the most recent one that I've seen a captain change the course of a match out on the outer. You're out thinking of Northwich Victoria, aren't Northwich Victoria away when, yeah. when, when 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 Chris Hargreaves decided that he'd had enough of being mucked about by Northwich Victoria and. Decided to do something about it. Matters were sorted out. They were, they? yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, Alex Watson, you know, yep. we, we can yep. go on, yep. can't we? But, uh, but, if, but if we're going to we're going to pick that yeah, one up and we'll run pick with that it. one up. And if you bump into us at the game on Saturday or anywhere else for that matter, let's hear who you let's think. Hear your yeah, yeah. Let's, and we'll return to and this why. One. That, uh, that's yeah. uh, that's that's the the reason because. Uh, no, it's it's a great it's great stuff, isn't it? You can it's always you, you can always email them in as well. So that's yeah, a, do that. Sport at heraldexpress.co.uk. So it leaves us precious little time to talk about the Macclesfield game. And a, um, yeah, I big, mean they're big all big game, ones, aren't they? Yes, yeah. and Macclesfield they're, they're they're one of my favourite teams in this division. They always try and get it down and pass it. They've they've just sold Danny Rowe, the winger, who I've been trying to persuade talking managers to sign for some time, but he's gone to Ipswich now for a few hundred thousand quid. Ipswich haven't picked up another player. They, they have. Rather, they? Yeah. Interesting, isn't it, that they should be <coughs> dipping down into this yeah. sort of level. Yeah. Obviously, Keeper Moore's gone there. But on the back of that, they've been able to go out and get Connor Jennings, striker back, who did very well for them. Um, uh, Luke Summerfield, who... Oh. Used to play for Torquay on loan when he was at Plymouth mm-hmm. as, as a lad, and a, a, a winger called Andy Hayworth, yeah. who's quite a good player. But we have a player in the Macclesfield team who we all think is the best. Is he still we? there? Dan- is Danny Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Whitaker is still the main man in their midfield, and, and I can't um, believe he's still there. I mean. I'm thinking back. Well, he is in his second spell there. Of yeah. course. he did. He did start there, and then he went to Chesterfield. But I'm thinking back uh, 15 Bale, years ago when yeah. I long time. I remember that that famous free all game when they yes they went three they were three up, up. ten minutes yeah. or something and then yeah. we, we drew all. through yeah. we drew three all. And but he played in that game. Yeah, he but is what, one of those players that the pop siders love to hate as well, isn't he? He's he has a, a kind yeah. he has a rapport with visiting away yeah. fans, doesn't yeah. he? He'll take dogs abuse and then yes, grin and will. wink back, won't yeah. he? And, yeah. and, but he, he's he's a bloody good player. We like him, don't we? Uh, and and if you think that he's thirty six years old, and here we go again. I, I always think back um, uh, uh, the late Cyril Knowles when he brought in Sean Hazelgrave. Everybody thinking, what? Thirty five years old, thirty six years old. He'd never get through a season down here. You watch him do and it, and, yeah. and they uh, and these sort of good pros. 
kept themselves fit, yeah. can play strong characters. They keep on going and winning football matches. And he's, he's I think he scored about eight goals this season, apart from anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, United will have to sort him out on Saturday. Danny Whitaker, but Danny it's a big game, isn't it? And, it is. and if United can reproduce what they did against Gateshead, it'll be a, it'll be a blood damn good match, and yeah. b, they'll have a chance I'm of beating them. Looking forward to seeing the young Irishman if he gets a, yep. a chance. Well, fans of uh, Talking United, we've taken up quite enough of your time on the Yellow Army podcast this week. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be at Plainmore on Saturday. It's a three o'clock kickoff against Macclesfield, and as ever, come on, you Yellows, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>